You are now tuning in to the Braving Wander podcast. I am so honored to have you here. It is my purpose. It is my mission to hold this safe and sacred space for you, for your healing, for your self-care. This is where we become vulnerable. This is where we create community, hold each other accountable, and walk each other through our transformations, our growth. This space is special, this space is sacred, and this space is just for you. Thank you for tuning in. Raving Wonder community, we have my very good friend, my sister in healing, um, a mentor, I would like to say, Missy. Missy, thank you so much for being here. Hi, thank you so much for having me. It's so good. It's so good to finally be recording this. <laughs> finally be recording. Yes. I'm so excited for this chat. Me too. Missy and I can talk forever. We can literally yes. sit and chat forever, but um, we're going to make sure that we contain ourselves and get out <laughs> the information, um, hopefully within an hour. But Missy, before we get into anything, um, tell the yeah. Brandon community about you. Sure. Um, okay, where to start? My name is Missy. I am a pleasure coach, an energy healer, breathwork facilitator, um, what a good friend of mine called a slasher, because I have all of these different, right? I, when she I was love like, that. Oh, you're a slasher. I was like, oh, what's that? Tell me more. And I'm like, oh, I kind of like that. Oh. Um, so a lot of different hats that I'm more that I wear. And um, yeah, so I live in Santa Monica, California, but I'm originally from the Midwest. I'm originally from the Chicago area, um, went to college in Iowa and had a 10 year career actually as a career coach before I started leaning into my healer self. And as of this last May, 2021, I quit my nine to five and decided to fully transition into this healer, um, coach, uh, vibe that I know that I've had for a while and just haven't had the opportunity to explore full time because um, I was in a terrible marriage for a hot minute and got out of that through uh, learning about myself and throughout my breathwork practice. And it's just been really great to explore and, and finding new friends through this community where Stacy and I met and yes. Stacy Stacy was there actually the day that I knew that I had to divorce my ex-husband that was she saw <laughs> that that's when I, I remember looking at you and saying wow for you to you know be in a room full of people who like are meeting you for the first time and a, you know a bunch of us were online and for you to be open about that and be like you know what through this yeah. experience this is what I've learned and we'll definitely get more into it because a lot of this chat will be surrounded about what it is that we're learning from breath work. Um, and obviously breath work has definitely yes. you know, changed everything for you, but I would love to, yeah, everything. you've been a coach for a really long time. So did you find that transition quite easy? Like going from being a career coach, working in um, education and then like shifting more into the spiritual energy healing space. So what's really interesting is that when I was a career coach in my nine to five, I was also doing um, or leading meditations, leading breath work for the community um, at the institution that I worked at. So I would lead wellness Wednesdays and every Wednesday at lunch, I would lead breath work and energy healing to, um, to the folks at work. It was in person. And then when COVID hit, we started doing it on zoom. 
Um, and so that was a really great way for me to start exploring both of those together. Mm, love that. So then when, when I was transitioning out of it, it's kind of like I was doing the reverse, right? Like I was moving out of, um, this like structured nine to five kind of space and then into the, um, the healer coach that I, I know that I am. And it, it's interesting because I felt so out of alignment with my nine to five, because I was teaching students how to get a nine to five. And I don't believe in a nine to five really. Yeah. And, um, it's really cool to be on the other side of it and to, um, and to feel I don't know if I want to call it like burnout, feel the burnout that I had from working at the nine to five. And it, it's been a beautiful process to give myself the space within these last few months, because now I just feel like I'm starting to gain momentum and gain that trajectory that I've always been looking for in my business um, to kind of springboard. Like, I feel like these last hundred days or, you know, now it's like right after the fall equinox that we're recording this and I feel like fall into winter of this year is really when everything is going to kind of come together and mesh in a really beautiful beautiful way for me um so the transition has been good and I've been really giving myself a lot of grace to give myself time to rest because I know growing especially I think growing up in the midwest like I feel like there's a lot of pressure to be doing a lot all of the time, like to be constantly doing and moving yourself forward. And if you're not Absolutely. doing something to, um, to move your business forward, then you, um, but you need to be because like, that's the way that you make money and whatever. Um, and so I've been trying to give myself some time to like rest and do things for myself too, because otherwise I'm just going to get burnt out on this. And I don't want to, because I know that the the breath work and, and leaning into pleasure and, and being and living in a place that feels good can definitely, I know, help move your life forward in a, in a quicker, like almost quantum leap trajectory than staying in that burnout space. Yes, I completely agree. And I was actually speaking to one of, um, do that, right? <laughs> <laughs> not even going to leave it out. Um, cause I think there's just so much magic in it. Like, I don't know how to explain it, but there's something yeah. powerful that's going on. So I'm going to, if you listeners are hearing any of the thunder that is going on, just allow it. Cause you guys know how much I love rain and all of this. So this is pretty magical for me, but you said a lot of things that I really want to touch on. Um, I was sure. speaking to one of the participants at the training that we coached, you know, we were helping out to facilitate and, you know, she mentioned the burnout from her corporate job right and she talked about the way she was working her business now and while listening to her I was like it seems like you're that pattern that programming that we have with our nine to five with our corporate jobs sometimes we kind of bring that into our personal business we're running away yeah. from all of that but then we tend to get sucked back in because right in a day it's almost like it's all that we know all that we know is right to work, to be productive. And if we're not working, if we're not being productive, then we honestly cannot be successful. So I'm happy that you touched right. on that because a lot of us feel that we have to get right back into that burnout. But if we're burning out right. for us, that it's okay. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. And I, I, I don't even remember who said this to me, but I, I just remember somebody saying, 
how you're feeling and the energy that you're putting into your business is the energy that people are going to be able to feel and the content that you produce. And so if you're, if you're producing from a stressed out, anxious, not aligned place, even though you're doing the work that you know that you're meant to do, your potential clients, your community is going to feel that anxiety, that stress, and they might, and they're likely to get put off by that content instead of being drawn in and being like, oh, I want to invest in myself by hiring this person to really help me move through whatever it is that they're trying to work through. But they won't be able to feel that if your post is coming from like a stressed out or like angry, like if you're posting from a very emotional place that's in a, that's not vulnerable and, and like not productive, like in an, an unhealthy emotional place, they're going to feel that too and likely get put off by that. I absolutely agree. And we've always been super aligned. So the fact that you mentioned that you're leaning towards play and rest and taking care of yourself, it's something mm-hmm. that I'm learning to do now. Um, before we got on this call, you were talking about your coach. And I actually just finished working with someone who's amazing. Um, and sh- her work is based um, in making sure that you are, pr- you know, you're growing a business that is in line with how you work and who you mm. are. So, mm-hmm. you know, we talk about things like human design and I'm a projector. So she was like, let's really lean into you being a projector, you know, mm-hmm. and being a projector, as long as you're living and as long as the lifestyle that, um, the lifestyle that you live is really going to set the stage for the people that you attract, you know? So yeah. I'm yeah. with living my life as best as I see fit. And then we, the people are coming, you know, I yeah. like rest. Yeah. If I work four hours a day. I'm good. Or if I work two hours a day and I put so much love and effort and passion into those two hours, what it produces for like the next month or so, honestly, unbelievable. Um, totally. So I, I really love that. You mentioned that you're really leaning into pleasure. And I really want to talk yeah. about that because can we call you a pleasure coach? Like, would you say that you, you're a pleasure coach? Yeah. 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 That's kind of, that's like a newer identity that I've been playing with that I really, I really love. So like for years and years, I've just really enjoyed like talking about pleasure in, in many different ways, like with every friend that I can even remember probably starting in college, like just talking about like sex, number one, of course, but then also just doing things that make you feel good. So pleasure doesn't just have to be about sex and relationships. It can also be about like really enjoying a a decadent chocolate chip cookie or um, like having a beautiful meal or snuggling your pets or your children, you know, like that can be pleasureful as well. And so the, the way that I kind of got into this was through um, through the crumbling of my marriage, <laughs> I realized that I, I wasn't leaning into pleasure yeah, during, okay. during my relationship. Like sex life was terrible. You know, there was like zero sex. Well, let me rephrase. I knew that I didn't want him to be the father of my children. So I stopped desiring to have sex Ooh, with him. Okay. Yeah. Because I didn't even want there to be an accident that right. I would get pregnant. No mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. So as soon as I realized that the sex basically stopped, but I wasn't even having pleasure with myself. Like I wasn't even doing self-pleasure. Um, mm-hmm. And then over that 
summer of 2020, right after you and I met Stacy, is when I started like really digging into my own pleasure and like trying to figure out like, what does this mean to me? Like, how can I have more pleasure filled orgasms for myself? You know, like how, um, what kind of books can I read to like tune into the feminine energy and like make mm. self-pleasure more of a spiritual practice than yeah. just like, I'm going to go use my vibrator really quick and then get an orgasm out and be done. Like, how right. can I make this really like a spiritual and have like my orgasm lead into manifestation? Right. You know, like intention and purpose. Totally. And I would do the same thing, like in the bathtub, like I would take like a nice, a nice bath and just like start to like, just touch myself lightly, like playing with different, different textures and different touches on myself and being like, okay, like, how do I really want to show up in this way as like this, this like sensual, like fun, flirty goddess kind of a vibe, you know? Yeah. So um, this is actually the first time we've really talked about the pleasure work that you do. We chat yeah. all the time, but we, we haven't really like gotten into it. Um, so do you, are you currently working with clients and, you know, as a pleasure coach, uh, you know, aside mm -hmm. from just doing energy work? Mm -hmm. So actually right now um, I'm do I'm hosting a five days of pleasure challenge. So it's five days. We just finished day two today oh, as, as we're recording. Yeah. Yes. Um, so today, um, yesterday we talked about what is our pleasure story. So what were the first stories around pleasure that we were told growing up? Um, and how might that still be affecting how you see pleasure now? Like, were you, um, like for me, you know, I was told that you have to be a virgin when you get married. And even though your male partner is going to be more experienced, you still have to be a virgin. And, and that never made sense to me. I was like, I don't understand. Yeah, how, like, right, like how? right. Right. <laughs> I was like, how come he gets to go do whatever the fuck he wants? And like, I gotta like stay in this like little prim and proper yeah. little box yeah so like other people you know were sharing their stories and it was really it's really beautiful to listen and, and some people had never even thought about what their pleasure story was and how that might be affecting them so I think I find that that's a really deep question to ask um, as you're moving through how do you show up in um, but that is more particularly for sexual relationships than um, mm -hmm. than anything but um, I think we, we went into some other stuff too in any area of your life and then today we moved into our people pleasing tendencies. So a lot of times those of us who, yeah. who might be stuck in pleasure, it's because we're so used to doing things for other people, always saying yes, um, piling up things on our plate, self-sacrificing for the benefit of other people to the detriment of ourselves. And that's not pleasurable because mm -hmm. that's really how we end up getting burnt out the most is by always saying yes to people and not really taking ourselves into consideration. Absolutely. I yeah. love that you're asking them, what is your pleasure story? As you're talking about things that are outside of just sexual activities, right? So right. I'm sure that when someone hears a pleasure coach, they're thinking like solely like masturbation and toys and this and that. And even for me, um, it's really shifting how I view pleasure the way you're explaining it and the way you lead your clients, it's like, I can really go deep into pleasure without it having to be extremely sexual. And that in itself is totally because I think we yeah. have this negative idea about pleasure and how often we get to have right. pleasure and who gets to have pleasure with us. 
Um, right. I like that you're shifting the game with that. Cause that's really important. And that's something that I'm leaning into myself. Like I'm part of this, um, this women's group, it's called an, an advanced practice group and it's an embodiment practice. Mm-hmm. And so every, every time we meet, uh, we come with our next edge of practice. So what this means is like, what I'm working through is that sensuality, you know, to keep bringing this more to the forefront, because even though I've been working on it for a while, I know that there's more for me to discover in that aspect of myself. So, um, this last time we were like, you know, moving in like our opening meditation of like feeling into the body. How are you feeling today? And I had like a lot of rage wanting to come out Mm -hmm. towards my sexuality. Interesting. Like, and, and I haven't had like, any like big T trauma associated with sexual relationships, like nothing like major, but I know that like, I haven't stood up for what I've wanted in those relationships. A lot of the time, like I've always leaned to what a partner has wanted to do and never really questioning it, just kind of like going along with it for the, for the ride. Um, and like so much anger was coming out of me. Like I was just like screaming like to this group of women and it's like almost being with whatever emotions are coming up as they come up during, during the pleasure. So like, sometimes I'll be doing self-pleasure and like, I'll find myself crying. Mm -hmm. And it's like, can I just be with that emotion? Like, why does this touch of myself like bring up this sadness? Mm -hmm why does this bring up anger? And like, how can I transition from the pleasure to like punching the shit out of a pillow or to allowing myself to cry and grieve? And sometimes like, I don't know about you, but when I do energy work, like sometimes I don't really know what I'm releasing during the process, but you know, it's a release because you're crying or you're screaming or whatever the, um, the external form might be. Um, you know, that the release is happening, but sometimes I can't pinpoint like, why, like, why am I so angry about this? Why am I so, um, so sad and like letting this go, but like just riding those waves of emotion through the pleasure, you know, to get to another level of it. I think. I love how many levels of healing that we get to do. I mean, in the work that we do respectively, but just in general, because we're both healers, you both work in that space, but I do like intuitive life coaching, right? Spiritual life coaching mm-hmm. as a pleasure coach. But a lot of the modalities that we use are very similar in like in how we do our energy work. Let's really get into the energy work. So how, what was your first experience with breath work? Like, like how did you get introduced to breath work and the healing space in general? Yeah, that's a really good story. So. Um, it was October of 2018 Mm. and I went to, um, a wellness conference in Palm Springs, California, um, a meditation or a yoga studio out here called Wanderlust was doing a conference Mm. and like, there were big names. Yeah. Yeah. They're pretty, they do, um, like, uh, these traveling events all over the world, Mm. um, And this one was their first like big conference and like big names from the wellness community were there. Like uh, Russell Brand was there, Marianne Williamson, Glennon Doyle. And what was that training like for you? So in my training, there were 17 women. So we were all women during my training. And um, 
I think I'm literally talking to a three of them in the next five days. <laughs> so we we've, we've kept in, in touch almost two years later, which is really cool. Um, that experience was like nothing else, like being in a room with other people who are also going through transformative experience in breathwork and like mm. breathwork in a group in person is like totally on another level than doing it even one-on-one -on -one with a oh, healer. Powerful. Because when you feel all the other people's energies coming together, like you can literally see the vibrations mm -hmm. passing through the room and it's, as a facilitator, it's so powerful to watch. And when you're a participant, it's cool because it gives like, when you hear somebody else have an experience or start screaming or start crying, it gives you permission like, oh, Absolutely. it's okay to, to make this noise because I'm hearing somebody else. Whereas if you do it on Zoom, um, it can still be powerful, but you don't get that extra like boost. Yeah. Because you're not hearing other people have those experiences. So that was like wild and just doing the work four days in a row and having all of those experiences. And there was even one day when we had a, um, a videographer like videoing our, our session. And that was like the most explosive session. We were all like, okay, I guess this is it. <laughs> you know? I mean, because of the pandemic, I was doing it online with like how many other people? Cause you were, you were there. Yeah. There were like, there were seven people in person and then there, I, I feel like at times there were at least 30 people online yeah. because the, the women from my cohort were also invited to go, to go back and, and receive the healing as well. So um, we're, we're on zoom and, you know, Milana is in person with a few of them, but the power, the power of breath work transcended time, space, locate, like I felt every single person who was part of that training I felt so connected. You walk away with people who you know you're gonna have in your life for like a long time. And it's mm -hmm. almost unbelievable. You've, you, you guys have gone through this training. It's only a few days, but that training connects you in ways that you, you probably won't ever be connected to people you've known your whole life. You know? Totally. You're opening up yourself, you're peeling back, and then you're sharing. A lot of, a lot of us are sharing what we're going through in these breathwork experiences. Um, yeah. because again, you, you're hearing people screaming or crying, um, or laughing really loudly. And even though you are in the moment in breath work, having your own experience is kind of like an out-of-body experience because you hear everything that's going on, but then you're having your own personal experience. And it's just all of that power intensifies yes. the experience. It's, it's, um, truly magical. I want to ask what has breath work really taught you? Like, how has it really shifted life for you so I think the way that I like to describe it is it in when I'm in the breathwork practice it really sh like holds up the mirror to everything that I'm trying not to confront showing me everything like you know the first time I knew that I needed to divorce my now ex-husband was in a breathwork session I knew that I needed to stop drinking alcohol you know, during breathwork sessions. And the more I did breathwork, the more I realized that drinking alcohol just wasn't aligned with the lifestyle that I'm looking to create. It was within um, breathwork and working with the, the community that we have um, that I realized that I knew that I had the strength to, to get a divorce, mm. um, that I knew I had the strength to leave my nine to five, that I sold my condo in six days. <laughs> like that was magical. 
it was crazy. And I literally like when I left that day, cause it was during, it was during an energy healing training as well. And I left that day and I like touched the wall of my condo. Cause my realtor was, was, um, doing a lot of open houses that weekend. And I just like touched the, the wall as I was going down the stairs and I was like, find somebody to love you just as much as oh I did. And I literally, God. and I literally felt the energy like pulsing, like throughout the house and it sold that weekend. How beautiful. I think breath work is, um, I, I see it as personally, I think it's a necessity. Yeah. I didn't understand the power of my breath until I attended that integrative energy healing training with Milana. I never thought that these things would come up for me to be like, okay, okay, okay. You know what I mean? Like, again, with, with what you said, it's a mirror. It has shown you exactly yeah. what you've been avoiding. And I never, I would have never expected that to be the outcome. The only caution I would throw is that for, for people who are in like, who have had like really big T traumas or are like severely in depression or anxiety yes, or um, the condition. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Or have some, have some, something going on in their life. Then I would say no breath work, but the energy healing that you and I both facilitate can be just as powerful without the breath work as it can be with the breath work. Like I give myself energy healing when I take a bath. Like right. I'll just move my hands like over my body and I'll just be like moving the energy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do it right before I go to bed. Sometimes I do it right when I wake up. Um, so that can be powerful too. But the breath work, even like um, this morning when I led my group through the people pleasing, um, I talked a lot. And so the breath work only got to be 10 minutes, but, and, and none of the participants in my group had ever done um, breath work for that short of a period of time. And they were blown away by the, much can happen um, the messages that they received. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In just 10 minutes of breath work. And it, it was really, really powerful, um, to see that. So like, you don't even need a long time. Like when we yeah. go through the training, we do an hour and a half of breath work and it's really fucking hard. It's going to require a lot from you. Yeah. I'm recommitting actually. Um, I was just on a, like you mentioned at the beginning, I was just on a call with my coach and I was like, I feel like I need my own breathwork practice yes. to just like mm-hmm. continue to step into my power as like this full-time healer that I know that I am, but that sometimes you know, doubt can creep in still and uncertainty and like wondering, like imposter syndrome, like all that stuff always will come up. I think no matter where you are in success, right? Like all of that will, will still come up. Um, But having these practices as like a a guidepost or something that a tool that you can come back to again and again can make those, those doubts and fears and whatever it is that you're going through just to the minimum. I actually told myself that this morning. So like, it's just funny how aligned we are um, yes. because, okay. So just to like, go back a little bit, um, when I spent the summer in London or not the summer, but like a couple months, I told myself that I wanted to release myself from the structure. I'm such a structured person. Like routine is my thing. So waking up meditation, yeah. doing all of these things, like taking, I used to wake up like five 30. That way I would have at least two, two and a half hours where I'm in meditation, I'm journaling, I'm doing breath work, all of this stuff. Um, yeah. 
but I told myself it was time to kind of allow my energy to rest so that, that the energy could do the work that it needed to do. I kind of had this analogy where it's like, you know, you work out for like 10 days, your muscles aren't going to do the work that it needs to do if you don't allow your muscles to rest, you know what I mean? So they can build back up. So I told myself that I was going to just allow myself to like really not. Right, right. Yeah. I was just going to, if I wanted to wake up and meditate, I would, but it wasn't going to be something that I was going to have as a fixed schedule. Um, but once I got back, I was like, yeah. well, I begin to implement these things little by little. So I've been journaling consistently since I got back. But this morning I said to myself, it is time to get back into that daily practice of breath work. I just felt that, you know, my body was ready for it because it's, again, it's a lot. You don't need to do an hour every day because it can be intense, but it's a lot of energy that's moving, a lot of energy that's being transmuted. So um, I allowed my body to rest, but I, I really felt like it was time to get back into it. And I told myself that today. So I love that you mentioned that. Um, yeah. Because I, I think it's time to get back into that daily practice for myself, you know? Totally. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 100%. So I love that. And what advice would you give to anyone who's considering breath work? Initially, I, I, I felt, get ready. Get ready. <laughs> Honestly, just get ready. I, I mean, really, it, it, ready. it doesn't even matter if you, um, if you watch like a recording again and again. Like if you watch and, and listen to a healer, say the same words, play the same music, yeah. do the same energy healing you really are going to have a different experience every single time. Like it's never the same because you are never the same right. at, at any moment to moment. That's so, so it's hitting you where, where you are. Moment to moment. So it's really going to shift what that experience is like for you. Yeah. So absolutely highly recommended. I do want to clarify for those listening that there's always an intake we do before we, you know, take on breathwork clients. So there are, if you do have certain health conditions, um, or if you are pregnant, you know, certain things that we want to make sure that we are aware of before we take you on as a client, because like what Missy stated yeah. earlier, yes, it's for everybody, but there, it does come with some conditions. You know, we want to make sure that we are safe and that our clients are safe as well. And we don't want to put someone in yeah. a position where, because a lot can come up and you mentioned trauma and depression, a lot can come up. And if we are not, um, we are not well-versed in trauma or depression, then that's something that we want to make sure that we're aware of so we can guide them to um, the right person who is. And this also goes totally. back to what I said about healing and breath work, how you can really get to it on any level because one of the women from the training in New York, she works in trauma therapy. So for her to bring in breath work and energy healing into her practice, we would say, oh, I know someone, I know someone who I can send you to who deals with that. So you can have a totally. better, more enlightened experience with someone who is well-versed in trauma where we aren't, you know? So it's important that we do that totally. intake for our clients. We want to make sure that we're guiding you properly and safely. And I will always say like, whenever I, I have a client and even if they say that they like have depression or anxiety or whatever it, whatever they're going through, when, when we as a healer are like one-on-one -on -one with you and we can feel your energy. Like, I don't know about you, Stacey, but I can tell right away when I'm with somebody, whether or not they, they should do the breath work. Mm. 
and I'll, I'll always give them the option because I don't want to tell them no. Right. Like if you want to try, like we can try and then just know that you can get out of it at any time. Or I'll say, I don't know that you're ready for the breath work just yet. You know, do you have, are you seeing a therapist? Like I'll go through all of that with them. Like, do you still want to do this session? Um, especially depending on what kind of state of mind they're in. Um, cause some people like I'll speak for myself, like if I'm having a tough time, breath work will help me right. get to, a, even if I'm sobbing or screaming like the entire time, like that gets me to where I need to be. Um, and some people, it might not be that it might, like, not that, be it might yeah. yeah. And that's really important. I'm glad you said that because I do also tap into the energy and be like, mm, maybe let's look at some other things first before we dive deep into this breath work. So I've also made sure like, cause I've redone my intake form and all of that. So I'm making sure that I'm really hitting a lot of points. You have to make sure that yeah. you, it's a good fit. It's, you know, just totally. because someone wants to give you all their money doesn't mean that it's a great fit that, or you, that totally. you're the to facilitate that session for them, you know? Totally. And I've told clients no before, like, I've been like, okay. I don't think this is, okay. I don't think this is right. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you need somebody who's more well-trained in trauma or yeah, um, to see somebody else. So notice that about whoever you're hiring my, you know, if they're just going to be taking everybody, maybe be a little bit cautious. <laughs> and if, if like, if they have like an intense intake form, like it'll probably be worth it to be with that person because they're, you know, they're taking this very, very seriously. That is very important for all of you guys who are considering breath work. It's, important that you do the session with someone who you feel aligned to and someone who you think can help you process whatever it is that you need to process. Again, um, Missy and I do not work in trauma. So if you have heavy trauma that you need to work through, we're not the, you know, the breathwork facilitators, energy healers to work with. So it's very important that you are also aware and stand up for yourself and in, in, in your power and say, I love your work. I love what you do, but you're, you know, you're probably not the best facilitator for me. And if they're a good facilitator, if they're great in the work that they do, they'll completely understand. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Missy, you've chatted for so long. We can chat like forever. We'll definitely have more opportunities yeah. to chat. Guys, I'm Yay. so happy that I got to sit here with Missy and you got to hear her story, learn yeah. more about pleasure in a way you probably have never heard about pleasure. Missy, where can everyone find you? Like, what are you doing now? If people want to connect with you, what do they have to do? Yeah, so the best way is on Instagram. So it's my name at Missy McCrickard. I'm sure you'll link to it. Absolutely. Um, my website's a work in progress, but you can you can go through there. I've been up, making updates as we speak. So that'll be ready in October. Um, but yeah, Instagram is where I'm the most active and where I'll be the most responsive at connecting with everybody here. Guys, Missy is amazing. I love her to death. And even if you get to connect with her for like I two minutes, you. I think it's worth it. She has so much to offer. Um, <laughs> and if I'm not the energy healer for you, check yeah. out Missy, you know what I mean? And that's the beauty of this. <laughs> if, it, if it's not me, I completely understand. I send you off with love. And I, I know so many women, I'm sure you do Missy as well, who you can, who I can say, I trust this person and you can go to them. I trust that person. So if I'm not the facilitator for totally. you, if I'm not the coach for you, I absolutely trust Missy. Um, so you can go to her to fulfill those yeah. needs. But thank you so much Aww. for being here, Missy. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you. Babes, hold on for just one more second. 
Before you leave, I want to thank you again for tuning into this episode. I hope you really enjoyed it. I invite you to take a look at the descriptions and click on the links that you see. I have so many options for you to work with me further if that's what you wish for. We can do breath work or we can do some one-on-one coaching. With this option, you have 30 days where we will take two to three things that you really want to transform, that you really want to heal through, and we'll do an intensive coaching around those three things for 30 days. So again, take a look at those options. Follow me on Instagram if you're not already. All of these links are in my Instagram bio. But yes, just more ways for us to connect. And we'll talk later. Bye.